Alrighty, guys, thanks for that. We'll get one more before we're done here on your Wednesday. Right now, we're going to welcome in our next guest. We've got Blythe Brebleve joining us with all of your marketing secrets and talking a little bit about that delicate balance between sharing your knowledge but keeping your most tactics close to the cuff. Blythe, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be back with good Wi-Fi and sunshine and happy National Logistics Day. Happy National Logistics Day. I saw your post on Instagram earlier about you and Grace Sharkey from your favorite moments on the Everything is Logistics podcast. Before we get into it, give us a little recap because obviously that's what you talk about all the time is everything is logistics, right? What are some of the highlights of your logistics moments so far that we can share for National Logistics Day? Sure. So I, I've covered a lot. I'm really fascinated, especially with the cargo crime and and how different cargo is smuggled all across the world. One of those is the logistics of sand. And there's a growing problem around the world where sand is being stolen off beaches because it's the number one ingredient to make concrete. And so all these concrete manufacturers, are, it's estimated that we will run out of concrete materials in the next decade. And so now there's all these sort of uh, black market ops that are going on on beaches all around the world uh, where sand is being stolen because only a particular kind of sand can be used in the making of concrete. It's not like you can go to the Sahara and, and get sand from there and make concrete. So that was one of the fascinating ones. Another one that I've, I've done is succulent smuggling, uh, where succulents, the plants themselves are such in high value all across the world that they can be taken from wherever they're growing and shipped all across the world because they don't need a lot of light. They don't need a lot of water. And so they can survive that, that shipment process. So those are, those are a couple of my favorites, but I, I shared eight total. And I think I've done about 20 of these sort of, you know, the logistics of stories covering, you know, racehorses and football and um, game day and uh, flowers. And so it's just a really fun topic to sort of dive into for, for today out of all days. It looks like you have, is that a Monstera that's behind you? I don't know if it's if it's real or not, but if it's a real Monstera, maybe you can smuggle me a little clipping of it. I would love oh, to grow sticker. one. It's actually a sticker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Then you don't even have to worry about the logistics of it. I love that. <laughs> and for folks who want to follow you, go to Everything Is Logistics or go follow your Instagram because great content there. And let's move on a little bit to our topic of today about marketing secrets. Because as I mentioned, there's that like very delicate balance, right? Of wanting to share your knowledge, but hold on to those things that give you a little bit of a competitive edge. Can you talk about that? Sure. So there, there's this whole concept around building in public and that, you know, people can identify more with you if you can show how you're working on your business, how you're thinking about it, and those steps of what you're going to take to get certain actions done. Well, that's kind of backfired, I think, for a lot of folks who have been building in public and they share a business idea. And a lot of business folks will tell you, like, an idea is one thing, but the execution of that idea is is so much more important. And so for a lot of folks, they're, they're building in public because that's what, you know, a couple of, in, you know, in, Instagram or LinkedIn influencers told them to do. And they share their ideas before they're actually formulated, before they can actually seize that opportunity. So there is a danger in sharing some of those ideas because there are people out there who are very good executioners. And so they will take that idea and actually see it through. Now, there's a way that you can combat, you know, building in public where you can talk about from a retrospective point of view. You're going to build in stealth, go, uh, you know, come up with the strategies and, and the, the ways that you're going to combat or the way you're going to market that business opportunity. And then after you have launched that successful business or that partnership or that new product or service, 
then you can talk about it in retrospect of what you've actually learned. So, so that's one important topic to, to, to keep in mind is that you can build in public, but make sure it's retrospective. So you're not actually, you know, giving your best ideas out to people who would steal them and use them for them for themselves. Now, on the flip side, there are a lot of copycats out there that are just going to be copying, you know, a lot of your, if you have a lot of great ideas and you're great at executing them, they're going to eventually copy you. And so keeping that in mind, just know that it, it's going to happen, but you can set up certain ways that, that you could be always be, you know, two steps ahead of the game. Whereas if they're copying you, they're copying a strategy that's about six months old and that it's only now coming to light and it's coming to fruition. So if you keep that in mind and just not be that scared of building in public as long as it's retrospective, but then also keep in mind that, you know, there are going to be copycats, but if you are the person who is talking to your customer the 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 most, that you're talking to your prospects the most, you are going to get that sentiment of what they need so much more faster than folks who are copying you are going to get it. I think for a lot of creators and especially people who are trying to build business, there's this kind of idea that being visible and being relatable through your entire build out process will help drive customers and will make people even like you or make people decide that, you know, they trust you because you show them every single aspect of your process. But as you mentioned, it gets very difficult because that offers offers up the opportunity for people to come and steal and execute on your ideas if you're showing every piece of that process. Then that retrospective aspect comes from the fact that, hey, you know what? You can be documenting your content and documenting your process and then build out content for you to put out if you're talking specifically about showing your process later on after those ideas happen. Do you think that you should still be kind of maybe documenting that process, whether that's like a day in the life or showing, you know, like this happened to me today, this was a success, this happened to me today, and this was a massive failure, and then putting that out after the fact that will still kind of drive your relatability and your trust even if it's not necessarily real time? 100%. I, I, I actually keep notes of, of where, w- when I make a purchase, I try to remember that, that uh, I guess that muscle memory of your brain. It, when I make a purchase online or when I, I experience, you know, a, a severe, you know, sort of customer service issue that is causing me to switch from one provider to another, I pay attention to what works. This actually just, just happened to me um, earlier this week where, you know, a bookkeeping firm, uh, that I have been using severely messed up and they didn't have the customer service response that I wanted. And so I went in and asked my network of, of folks who can be a good uh, recommendation in order for, for me to make that switch. I went to that person's website. I uh, submitted a, a, submit, a submission on their chat bot. And so having that conversation with them, they immediately sent me an email. They immediately sent a link to, to book a meeting with them. I booked a meeting several for several hours later. And now I'm in the process of transferring my bookkeeping firm because of that one massive gaffe that the other company made. But then also that the, this other new company just made it so seamless for me to be able to jump to this new company and feel like it was a, feel like it's a good decision. So in that particular case, I took notes of what was my thought process during that? Why do I think it worked? And then what can I learn from that for my own business? And so I'm looking at their chat bot, how it was actually a decent chat bot and not just one of those annoying ones that is just a glorified email. And, and looking at 
what their post follow-up was, an immediate email that said an immediate calendar booking link. And I literally submitted it at 11 p.m. at night. And I was on a call with their team at 11.30 a.m. the next day. And so that was a huge learning lesson for me. So a, a little takeaway for everybody that's out there. If you make that kind of a purchasing decision from software to software, there are lessons to be learned in that. And you could be documenting them in order to share with your audience or to share for your or to, to brainstorm on solutions for your own business on where speed matters and how you can make those adjustments in order to, to capture the attention of that customer that's in a desperate need. Just because you're moving in silence, making those back moves doesn't necessarily mean that you're being secretive about it. Bly, thank you for joining us this morning. Of course, we've got Everything Is Logistics, the podcast. Where do people want to go if they want to catch that? I make it easy for every everyone. It's everythingislogistics.com. All my socials and content are, are there and you can sign up for the newsletter or follow me on social. Pick your poison. All right. Right now we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be back with our next check of weather. Bly, thank you for joining us.